Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever and wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Pick Show, and I am your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Today is day two of the NHL playoffs. Had a few blowouts last night, not really some close games, except for that last one between Edmonton and L.A., and then Mike Smith, Mike Smith in uh, the final five minutes there, and the Kings escape with game one. Uh, Real fun slate of games, though, that we have up ahead here. Before we get too much further, just want to mention our sponsor, Prize Picks. They are the sponsor for this show, have been the sponsor since we started doing these Shorter videos and prize picks is where you can do daily prop-based contests every single day. Uh, if you want to join prize picks, use the promo code OSMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O, for a $100 first match deposit bonus. There's no sharks, there are no optimizers, and there are no mass entries. So it's just you against one other person and one other, well, not one other person. There are many people in a contest, but each person only has one lineup. Uh, and use five player lineups that can net up to 10 times your entry fee. You can use your knowledge across a variety of sports uh, for cross-sport entries as well. So it doesn't have to be just hockey. You can do MLB or NBA or what have you. Uh, to get access to prize picks, just head on over to the App Store or Google Play, or you can just go right to prizepicks.com. Uh, you can use our free player props tools here at Osmo. Just head on over to oddshopper.com. Dot com. Uh, it's a free service here at Osmo where we help people shop for the best uh, betting and prop lines. And those prop lines obviously can help you a lot uh, with prize picks. You can get one month free of Osmo Plus Platinum when you sign up using the link in the description of this video and you make a deposit at prize picks. You will receive an email within 24 to 48 hours after uh, that uh, deposit to re- and you'll be able to redeem your free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. We'll be talking about prize picks a little bit at the end of the show. I'm going to give you guys a couple of picks to look at for tonight's slate. Uh, should mention, congrats to Jake Harry, uh, our boss at Osmo, took down the 20K $15 over on DraftKings last night. Had Toronto won, St. Louis won with a one-off Alex I have followed. Not a bad guy to one-off uh, last night. So congrats to him for taking down that 20k hopefully somebody else from the osmo group or somebody anybody watching this video can take down 20k here tonight all right let's start looking into these games a little bit we're going to start with pittsburgh going into new york to face the rangers um 
Both sides mostly healthy. Obviously, Pittsburgh is still missing Tristan Jari. So Casey DeSmith will start uh, going up. They haven't confirmed it yet, but it's going to be it's going to be Igor Shesterkin starting for the Rangers. The Rangers have a 3.0 implied goal total. Pittsburgh sitting at 2.6. Now, there was a lot made about the Penguins kind of lackluster play down the stretch, and there was something to it. Um, in Pittsburgh ones, uh, the Pittsburgh top lines, final roughly 100 minutes of the season. Uh, they only controlled 52% of the scoring chances while they're on the ice. Um, not really great for how good that line can be. Uh, you know, at the other end of the spectrum over the final 190 ish minutes of the Rangers top line was Frank Vetrano there. And that should be uh, the matchup here tonight. They're controlling 56% of the expected goals. So they were playing very, very well. Um, you know, Pittsburgh's second and third lines don't have uh, massive samples behind them. Uh, but Dan Heinen and Evgeny Malkin have typically played very well together when they have uh, played together this season. So um, that could be a sneaky second line here uh, from the Penguins coming in with very low ownership. We have them at about 1% on DraftKings, about 2% on FanDuel. So uh, may, might not be a, a bad filler stack here going up against that somewhat revamped uh, Rangers second line. That Rangers second line, they scored a lot, but their defensive numbers were not great uh, to finish the season a little bit below water uh, by scoring chances uh, for and against. So, um, you know, that Pittsburgh second line could be one of those sneaky lower owned ish stacks, kind of like Los Angeles two was last night uh, that could get there. So um, the reason for the low ownership is obviously who they're facing. You are uh, likely the best goalie in hockey, uh, going to the win uh, goalie of the year, might even win MVP. So um, that is kind of what they're facing. That's the reason for the low ownership. Um, but they have played well. Ricard Raquel, uh, the third winger on uh, the second winger on that line. So don't mind Pittsburgh too as a fillerish type stack here tonight. I don't. I do like the Rangers top line the most uh, in this game. Um, we don't really have a lot of ownership on them. They're coming in under 15% owned, which is, it isn't bad. It's only a four game slate. They're at home with a three total. Uh, Casey to Smith, not really a great goalie. So um, they were playing very well to finish the season. So I do like Rangers one and Pittsburgh two out of this game. If you're going uh, further, I don't think you need to go further down than that for the third and fourth lines in this game. Uh, you know, if you want a one-off somebody like, uh, like a Casperi Kapanen or uh uh, Philip Heedle, I think that's fine, but I think it's uh, Rangers one and Pittsburgh two for me out of this one. Looking on the blue line, Jacob Truba, his price has come down a bit on DraftKings, pretty reasonable at 5,200. There are a lot of times towards the end of the season, he's at 56, 5,800. Um, he typically leads uh, the Rangers blue line in peripherals that matter, um, shots and block shots. So uh, don't mind Jacob Truba if you're not going to play uh, Adam Fox here tonight. And Pittsburgh does have a good, not great penalty kill, but a good penalty kill. Um, so the Rangers do rely a lot on their power play. So maybe uh, Truba could make a decent pivot away from uh, a higher owned Fox here tonight. Moving on to Washington and Florida. Um, this looks to be one of the more lopsided matchups uh, of the first round. Um, certainly a lot of people are picking Florida to win this. Florida has a 3.8 implied goal total. Washington has a 2.9 implied goal total. Some important injury news here. Alex Ovechkin back in the lineup for Washington. He's going to be on the top line with Evgeny Kuznetsov and Connor Sheary. He missed the final three or four games of the season, but it looks like he's ready to go 
On the Florida side, they get back Aaron Ekblad. Um, he had been out for about two months. Um, he's going to be back in on the top pair, on the top power play unit. And he's a guy that just helps out everywhere. He helps offensively, he helps defensively, helps on the power play, helps on the penalty kill. It's a nice, it's a real nice boost on the back end uh, to this team, especially on the defensive side of things. When we are looking at uh, Florida ownership, I'm going to share that on the screen with you guys right now. Uh, we have a lot of Colorado and Calgary ownership uh, coming in. You see, you know, McKinnon, Ranton, and Marshall, Natushin, McCarlin, Holkachuk, all those guys coming in 25% plus here tonight. There's going to be a lot of Colorado and Calgary ownership. Uh, there's going to be some a lot of ownership on Florida, but it's going to be spread out. You know, we have the top line around 10%. We have the second line coming in, you know, 15, 16%. We have the third line coming in, you know, somewhere 8 to 10%. So um, there's going to be ownership on Florida, but it is going to be spread out. Um, and I think the way I would attack the Florida Panthers, if I was going to stack them, it wouldn't be a power play stack. That's something that we did a lot during the regular season, like, you know, uh, Barkov, Huberto, um, and Sam Bennett when he was there, or Anthony Anthony Duclair when he was there, Sam Reinhardt, Sam Reinhardt still on the top power play unit. Uh, but Washington actually has an elite penalty kill, one of the best in the league uh, over the final five or six weeks of the season. Um, the Panthers do get Ekblad back. He does help their power play, but he's been out for two months. So, you know, maybe there's a little bit of rust there um, that could affect the power play and their movement a little bit. So I think I would stick with the even strength lines here. Uh, and it's, you know, the Washington top line, uh, this particular iteration of Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, and Sherry just hasn't been good defensively. 32 scoring chances against per 60 minutes and 170 minutes together this year. Um, again, you know, only 27 generated. So only 46% of the scoring chance share. The Florida top line, not super elite, uh, but still 55% plus uh, 3.8 goals scored per 60 minutes at five on five. You know, only one guy is on the top power play unit, but, you know, it's a pretty cheap top line. Uh, you know, Barkov is very expensive, but uh, at least over on DraftKings for Hagee, only 2,800. Duclair, only 3,700. Um, they're a lot more expensive on FanDuel with Verhage coming in at 5K even. So on FanDuel, it's a little bit more of an open question. Maybe you want to dip down to Florida 2 in that instance because, uh, you know, Jonathan Huberto, extremely expensive. But Sam Bennett and Claude Giroux, reasonable on FanDuel. Uh, we have that line coming in under 10% on FanDuel here tonight. So um, where both lines are coming in about the same ownership on FD, I think I might favor Florida 2 a little bit here. Um, you know, they did have really, really good numbers in a small sample, about 65 minutes together, uh, about 40 scoring chances generated per 60 minutes. They're really, really good at five on five. So Florida two for me uh, on FanDuel, on DraftKings, I'd probably prefer Florida one for some savings. It allows you to get in those more expensive Colorado and Calgary players later. On the Washington side, um, the Florida penalty killed not great, but the Washington power plays average to you know, below average, pretty much all season. Now they have all the guys back in their lineup and this particular five man unit was pretty good when they were together, but they didn't have a lot of time together. Um, you wonder what the st real status is of Alex Ovechkin. So I, I think you're fine with power play stacking uh, the Washington side here if you want. So you can do like an Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, uh, Oshi stack, especially where Oshi on DraftKings is only $3,000. So 
uh, makes that stack very palatable coming in under 16,000 total of OV Kuznetsov and Oshi if you want to do something like that or, you know, take out Kuznetsov, add in Nicholas Backstrom and save yourself a couple thousand dollars. Um, that might be one way to attack it. Um, but if we're going to even strength stack, that Washington third line, again, a small sample, uh, but very, very good together. And you see the names, Mantha, Eller and Oshi. I don't think it would surprise anybody um, that they do play very well. Now, the Florida third line, very good in their own right, but Anton Lundell hasn't played a lot over the last 10 days, just a brief stint in one game, about six minutes of ice time. So maybe um, he's got um, a little bit of a ding up going. Uh, same thing with Mason Marchment, who uh, has been missing some practices lately. So maybe a little bit more banged up than the Florida coach will admit. So if you want to go uh, a little bit deeper and go to uh, a cheapish line, don't mind Washington three here. But uh, for me, it's Florida one. Uh, or Florida two that I like most in this game um, for blue liners on DraftKings, Washington's the only, only def- the only defenseman that blocks shots are the guys uh, on the third pair typically. So, um, you know, I think John Carlson, if you want to use him is fine as a one-off, even where he's only priced at 5,500. Um, otherwise, uh, Dimitri Orloff, now that he's below 3k, I think is just fine. Uh, on the Florida side, you know, if you want to wait to see how Aaron Ekblad plays, especially where he's going to come in over 15% uh, owned on DraftKings and, you know, closer to 20% on FanDuel. If you want to see how, how he fares before, uh, you know, playing somebody that widely owned, I think that's just fine. Um, you know, you can dip down to somebody like a Gustav Forsling over on FanDuel or on DraftKings. Uh, Mackenzie Wiegar at 4K flat, getting his D partner back. Um, probably not a bad pivot. If you need to save some money here tonight, uh, Vitek Vanacek starting for Washington does kind of throw a little bit of a wrench in things. He had a much better season uh, by goal saved above average, high danger save percentage. Some metrics we use to measure goalie success other than just, you know, five on five save percentage or whatever. He had a much better season than Ilya Samsonov. So, um, you know, maybe he can steal one, uh, but this is one of the more high powered offensive uh teams in the league. So um, buyer beware when you're uh, rostering VTech Vanacek. Nashville and Colorado, probably the most lopsided uh, matchup that we have in the first round. Uh, some big news for Colorado. They get Gabriel Landeskog back. He's going to be on the second line uh, with Nazem Kadri. Nazem Kadri will be back as well. He had been missing some time with an illness, but he was at morning skate today. So Nachushkin, McKinnon, Ranton in top line. Landeskog, Kadri, Lekkinen, second line. Um, Landeskog, like Ekblad, hasn't played in about nearly two months, um, which means we don't have a sample on on that second line here. Um, but the Nashville depth hasn't been very good. Um, what doesn't matter what what you want to call the Johansson line, the second line, the third line, or whatever. Um, the best you can say about them is that they've been about break even uh, by shot by uh, scoring chance share. So. Uh, break even is not going to cut it against Colorado. So I don't really like the Nashville depth for any stacking. So if anything, it'd be the top line or bust for me from Nashville. And the Nashville top line did play well down the stretch. Once they put Granlin back on that top line, uh, 46 scoring chances generated per 60 minutes in the sample in the month of April. Uh, that's really, really good. Obviously, Colorado's top line itself is very, very good. Uh, but below average by expected goals against, it's just that they generate a lot of offense. So maybe they can be had in some counterattacks, but I see their, that Nashville's top line is coming in around 10% on. I 
feel that's a little bit high for a 2.6 total going in to Colorado. So I don't necessarily think it's it, it's a bad stack. Um, they're coming in, you know, right about uh, their top two percentage by our top stacks tool at Osmo.com. So I think it's fine. Uh, but for me in this game, this is one of the power play stacking op- uh, areas that I like. Um, Nashville's penalty kill was absolutely awful down the stretch. Bottom five in the league by expected goals against over the final five weeks. The only thing that saved them was UC Saros. Obviously, was UC Saros injured. Um, David Riddick is really going to have to stand on his head on that penalty kill to help Nashville out. So I do like power play stacking Colorado here to try to dilute some of that high ownership. Um, McKinnon, Ranton, and Landeskog and Kadri expected to be on the power play. And at least on DraftKings, Landeskog's price has dropped a lot because he was injured for so long. So it's very easy uh, to fit in some sort of power play stack. Tougher when you include Kale McCarr. Um, but there is something to be worked out there against this bad Nashville penalty kill. So that's what I like most from the Colorado side. On the Nashville side, again, the depth really um, not that great. I think I'd just be looking uh, at some one-offs, maybe uh, like a Tanner Janot, uh one-off. Um, that's about it, really. Like there just isn't a lot to get excited about from this team other than the top line, and the top line's ownership is coming in basically bang on what we expect them to have. So um, really not a lot for me on the Nashville side. Dante Fabro, I think, is fine uh, on the blue line if you want to use him. Um, he could block some shots here tonight. Uh, on the Colorado side, you know, it's Taves or Makar. It depends how much salary you want to have uh, used up amongst one defenseman, but either of those guys, perfectly fine in play for me. Finally, Dallas Calgary. Another fairly lopsided matchup. Dallas is basically a one-line team at this point. The top line is elite. Um, Their final 200-plus minutes together, they controlled 68% of the scoring chances, which is just phenomenal. But the second and third lines, very much uh, below water. Even though not a huge sample on them, um, when you break it down to two-man sample, like, uh, you know, Sagan and Nemesnikov for Dallas, or Faxa and Gurianov for Dallas and those second and third lines, all well below water. So um, I think if you're going to be stacking anything from Dallas, it's the top line. Uh, we do have the top line as one of the better leverage spots um, over on DraftKings, second, in fact, behind the Pittsburgh top line. Uh, less so on FanDuel because they are you know relatively cheaper compared to how much salary you're, you're able to use, but still good leverage. So you know, if you're playing a 20 max or something tonight, maybe sneak one or two of those Dallas lines in. Um, that top line can, you know, really do damage against anybody. And if this team, you know, puts up three or four goals tonight, uh, I suspect the top line would have a lot to do with it. On the Calgary side, um, you know, that second line hadn't really played well down the stretch, but I have more faith in them turning it around than I do the Dallas side. The problem is, is that they're coming in with a lot of ownership. So I might even dip down to the third line for Calgary. You know, if you're doing a, a Colorado stat power play stack or a Rangers power play stack or something, you need to save a lot of money. Like a two-man of Yarncroft and Coleman or Dubay and Coleman or something like that, I think is just fine going up against pretty bad depth from the Dallas Stars here. Obviously, the Calgary top line, uh, very much in play. Uh, best leverage spot of the night over on FanDuel for us and, amongst, uh, and fourth uh, amongst all lines today over on DraftKings. So... Calgary won absolutely in play here tonight, but it's Jake Ottinger. You know, he played very, very well this season, fourth in the league in high danger save percentage behind Ilya Sorokin, Igor Shesterkin, and Darcy Kemper. So 
Um, you know, if you need a cheapish goalie, don't mind uh, Jake Ottinger for tournaments here tonight. Not much for me on the blue line on either side. John Klingberg is back. That should help the Dallas power play. Um, Noah Hannafin's price has come up a lot, especially over on DraftKings. So I think I like Chris Tanev. Maybe he can get a block bonus for us here tonight over on DraftKings. Don't mind him for cheap from Calgary. So that's it uh, for me today. As I said, I do like Jake Onger for kind of more of a long shot. I do think Igor Shesterkin should, uh, you know, he's going to draw a lot of ownership, but I think rightly so. Vitek Vanacek would be another one of those long shots that I like here tonight. For our prize picks, uh, Mika Zibanejad, over two and a half over on prize picks, uh, two and a half shots on goal, that is. We haven't projected for 3.3 at Odd Shopper. Um, so obviously we haven't projected for a lot more than what is over under a set. So we do like Mika's, the Mika Zibanejad over. And for an under, Anthony Duclair, he's at an even 2.0 over on prize picks. We haven't projected for 1.9, so it's pretty close. Um and I do like uh, the Florida top line here tonight. Um, but, you know, we do have them projected for less uh, than what Prize Picks is asking. So if you're looking for an under, uh, Anthony Duclair is certainly in consideration. All right. We got to get out of here. That's it for us today. Uh, good luck tonight, everybody. Josh will be back tomorrow. I'll be back the day after. And just enjoy the playoffs. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.